guys. Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is season three, episode 25, Fair Deadlines and Frustrations. Oh it really Lord. has been. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to remain positive, but come on. If you did not listen last week, you should. But last week, it was a bit of a saga with Sarah being able to get her tickets for her items that she entered in the fair. And so... Uh, you were to go back on Friday, right? Yes. And what was the time frame they gave you? Nine to five. Okay, nine to five. So you left work early, which correct is always a pain because like it sucks to have to ask to like leave early. Fast. Uh, you left early and mm-hmm. take it from here. So I left work early. I got there at four twenty-eight, and the doors were already locked. So- Unbelievable. Eric had to go in on Monday morning to get my tickets or tags or what I mean the tags to put on my project. So I <laughs> I asked him to send me a picture of what they look like to uh, make sure that they're correct. And he did. So that he could go back in and fix anything that was wrong with them. Because I, at this point, was not expecting them to be right. Right. So... He sends me the picture, but then, like, he pulls away. So, I look at the picture. I mean, it wasn't even two minutes. Um, and no, for the spot where it says age, it says junior 4-H. Junior <laughs> like, 4-H. I was like, come on, man. This isn't even a 4-H project, to my knowledge. I've never seen one over in the 4-H building. I was like, so what's going to happen is I'm going to put these tags on here. I'm going to drop off my projects. They're going to look at the tag and it's going to say junior 4-H. They're going to put it in the 4-H building and it's never going to get judged with everyone else's projects. So For anybody listening that may not know what 4-H is or may not have it where you are here, I feel like in most of the country, uh, 4-H exists. It is uh, kids, you know, ages 8 through 18 can take and do different projects. It may be animal projects or I always did sewing and like home ec type projects uh, because we were not animal people. Um, but there's a lot of different things and it all kind of boils up to the county fair. So just like we enter our projects for our fiber arts, uh, the 4-H kids also enter projects. So they have got Sarah listed yeah. now as junior 4-H. Right. Uh, which, I have not... Way, Ahead, like, can you fathom people walking through the junior 4-H building and stumbling <laughs> across like your blanket? Yeah. Being like, wow. Or well, furthermore, a, a lot of them know me too. And they'd be like, nah, she's definitely not in 4-H, hasn't been in 4-H for 17 years. So what what well, is this? <laughs> you were like trying to enter it. Like, right. what is she up to trying to pretend she's in 4-H? Right. I mean, I just it it's so ridiculous with this fear. Yeah. Um I do really appreciate we had uh, a few of our listeners share some of their fair projects with us. Yeah. Uh, and was that the same pattern? Yes. Confirmed. That is yeah. awesome. I Confirmed. love that. So I think it's fun that everybody's getting their stuff together. I've, I've made, I've made some progress on the shawl. I feel like uh, I've made it to the next skein of yarn. So I always feel like that's a good accomplishment. Like, yes, look yes. at me, new skein of yarn. I am six rows away from being caught up with my temperature blanket. Oh, I am not 
not anywhere close to that. Uh, before he left for work, he was like, are you going to get caught up in your temperature blankets? And I was like, like he's not. pumped up for you. That's awesome. <laughs> Turns out, no. <laughs> Turns out, let me check, no. Uh, I don't know. It's been a really weird day. And I just feel like you don't realize how much you might rely on technology. I until know. You're cut off from it. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind it, of a bad day today. Yeah, it does just make it just a really long, hard day because you can't get to some of the stuff that you need. And and it's like you're more wore out from not working than working. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> and like it's so dumb because, I mean, a lot of my day, I'm in and out of the car all day. Like, you know, here, back in the car, driving a little bit here, back in the car, driving a little bit. So, like, it's not it's not feasible to pull over and, like, whip out a laptop and a hotspot, like, every 15 minutes. Yeah. But out of habit, because it is ingrained in me, I constantly kept checking my my work phone. Uh, and they would be like, oh, there's an email. Yes, it's working. And no, it's the stupid icon to tell me it's not working. <laughs> and it got me like 30 times today to where I'd be like, yes, sweet email. And then I'd be like, oh. dang it, it's the message again every time. Every time. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. I... It's only Tuesday, and I really wish it were closer to Friday, if I'm being 100% honest. I thought that it was closer to Friday, because I was getting ready to put in my grocery order today, which I always get on Wednesdays. And I was like, what are you doing? It's only Tuesday. But I we're going on. thought it was Wednesday. Yeah. We're going on vacation next week, so I'm going very light on groceries this okay. week. Because. Um, yep. We're no going to have it rot in the fridge. Right. And um one night this week we're going to a neighboring county fair so i know we'll be eating like fair food there mm. friday is always our takeout night um saturday we were doing something but i don't remember now what it is um sunday is my nephew's birthday party which is going to be at five o'clock at night and they always do like a cookout and stuff so oh, yeah. we'll be doing dinner there and then Monday we go on vacation and then we're on vacation until Wednesday, which is then again next week's grocery day. So really I only have like maybe one or two nights this week that I actually need dinner. Oh, nice. Uh, your enchiladas looked delicious this week. How did they turn out? Oh, pretty good. Um, Not great reheated because they're, you know, like that tortilla mm-hmm. shell. But I mean... For cheap, <laughs> it's not right. Bad. So uh, I, I can, I can choke it down for a week mm-hmm. to save money on lunches. Uh, yeah, I feel like this week that's kind of going to be me because, uh, I'm home alone for the week. Uh, Jeff and the kids are on a trip, and like well I don't really need much groceries like I can just eat cereal or like I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get by for the week it's no big deal yeah yeah I um I I've really been looking for recipes that are like 10 bucks or under for a whole meal or maybe they're like five ingredients or under oh, and yeah, yeah, and those, I'm making them on Sundays for my lunches for the week. And I don't know. I mean, I've probably been doing that for, I don't know, like a year and a half. That's what I was going to say, minimum a year. At yeah, least. ever since I started going back to, like, work at the office full time and packing my lunch. 
So I can say like, I've stuck with it. I know that a lot of times I feel like for me in the past, especially it was always one of those like new year, new me. And then come February, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not packing my lunches and eating for a week straight the same thing but I have though for over a year now and and it's really made a difference a lot of credit on that because the workplace office of our work that you work at your location Mm -hmm. has a lot of really tempting features (laughs) be it (laughs) full-blown cafeteria that also serves breakfast or the cafe or the restaurant across the street like it's easy to fall off track there real fast because you just swipe it, swipe your card and it's no big deal. And then, yeah. oh man, I, our coworker sister that passed away used to be the best because every week they would go around and pass out uh, the pay stubs and she would rip hers open and then like brace herself to see what <laughs> her cafeteria total was yeah and then she would like jump off the cliff about it for the rest of the day and how she was never going to eat there again and then like the next week you'd see her down there getting like cookies and a monster or whatever yeah but well and when it's payroll deducted you know that's so easy to do uh, it is especially if you're like oh man I packed my lunch, but today's taco salad day. That is my one. Ex- if I know that it is taco salad day, like that is my, that is my cheat meal in the cafeteria. And it's maybe like once a month. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, not it's not regular. Because they don't want to flock everyone in because it is a favorite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like for me, I've saved more by not having that around anymore when I'm here mm-hmm. uh, because it was just such a, mm, such a temptation. And I do miss that food, man. It was good food, but uh, I just don't eat during the day in this role because I would rather go work my face off just to be able to come home in the afternoon and be done instead of stopping and eating. So uh, I don't really eat during the day much now. I just snack a lot. Like I always, I don't know have random snacks in the car like anybody that looks at my car is probably I got this cubby thing that goes on the front seat mm-hmm. and it's perfect because it holds like my pens my notepads my business cards like all of my stuff um but man I look literally like a moving office on wheels <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty ridiculous but it just makes it easy because when I hop out like at a customer I can just like grab a couple of these grab a couple of those uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but then it's, it's serious, like office car. I feel like um... my mom did real estate for a little while when we were kids and her car looked like that. She had like all of the business cards and brochures and, you yes. know, all the paperwork and files. Yes. The manila folders and, um, uh. like wipes and that kind of stuff. But she always kept it really clean because she would always have to, you know, take customers around to showings Same. and that kind of stuff sometimes. And the, it was an old Ford Windstar van. I believe it was a oh, 90. Windstar. Yes. I believe it was like a 96 was oh, the year classic. that we had. Classic. And she got that van so that she could take customers around in it i i can picture it in my head to this day this baby blue color i know what like the hubcaps and everything look like and um i mean she probably did not have that van no more than two weeks and my sister scratched her name in the paint on the side of it 
and oh man i will remember that day (laughs) for the rest of my life (laughs) i can only imagine the (laughs) that came along with that and i mean it was like that uh for the rest of the time she had it we actually only had it for i don't know maybe two years or so because the brakes kept going out in it so um I, I think that particular model was notorious for brake problems anyway. So I don't know, but, um, but yeah, I remember that, that day for sure. Her out there just scratching her name in the paint. I mean, she was mm. probably like six at the time. Yeah. I mean, kids do weird stuff. Like Remy was on a kick for a while where she would take scissors and just cut holes in her clothes at random (laughs) she'd come home from school and like her little pair of leggings would have like a hole right on the thigh that was like clearly just a slip from like a scissor cut or (laughs) a trim off the bottom of her t-shirt would just have like a hunk out of it and i'd be like why did you cut your leggings today and she'd be like i don't know how that happened (laughs) well you definitely do because it's scissors so but it was i don't know kids are just weird man uh the I don't know I didn't do a lot of crazy stuff like that but one time I distinctly recall uh my mom and dad were arguing and so we had been sent outside because like you know in the day that's how it went mm-hmm. um so we were outside and we were mad that they're arguing so we took a rock and launched it right through the back garage window ping there it went. <sighs> like teach them to fight again well I'm sure that that probably created a diversion (laughs) to the argument that was being had no honestly it didn't because where we lived at the time we had some acreage and so like they didn't hear it immediately so it was one of those things that like i don't know a week or two later dad's like man it's really weird you guys know how that back window got broke because there was a rock found in the garage on my workbench (laughs) neighborhood hoodlums (laughs) yeah well the only problem was behind our house was like we had a fenced in yard but behind our house was a creek and that was it like there was so you had to be inside of our fenced in yard to have been able to throw that in that window or standing down in the creek and magically thrown it like way up the hill and through the window so i mean it was dad knew it was one of us uh but we totally wrote it out like we have no idea maybe it was a bird i mean <laughs> you know when you're kids, yeah when you're kids you think that those stories are believable uh or yeah. at least i did man we used to tell some crazy stories i used to do stuff like write my sister's name on the wall with marker but like i tried to do it like it was like she did it and uh, my mom was like well that's interesting because she's two and she doesn't know how to spell her name so <laughs> i wonder how she wrote that on the wall <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I had a couple incidents at school where I got in trouble. One, like I forged mom's name in first grade and it was just straight up like pencil, first grade handwriting, Tina, and the N was backwards. Uh, so that was a parent teacher conference moment. I also had one in fourth grade because I wrote this teacher a nasty note on the back of the t- on my test saying, how dare you accuse me of cheating? Uh, that was also a parent teacher conference moment, but I don't know. I had some doozies. I would not do that to Tiff per se because she was my big sister and I really looked up her. She would have done it to me for sure, though, and blamed me for that. Yeah. But I used to do it to kids in school. Like, 
we had a little thing where you had to like go write your name in the book if you were bad. And based on how many times your name was in that book is how much recess you lost. So if I was close to losing like all of my recess, I would totally write another kid's name in the book. Did you ever have to write your name on the board and then like they would put three check marks next to it? And like if you so like one check mark was a recess, another check mark was maybe like your second recess, and like third check mark was you had to go to the office. No, we did not oh. have to do that. We had just the write in the book thing. But my kids, when they were little, had a clip, like a paper, or not a paper clip, a clothespin. Yeah. And they would all start on green, which was like ready to learn. Mm -hmm. And then based on how they acted, it either went up in color or down in color. And if it got to red, it was like principal's office. Yeah. Um, Lucas but, had the color in the boxes. Oh, that's cute. That's a good idea. Uh, it's cute until they come home. They're all like blue and purple and red. <laughs> <laughs> they're not cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. It's just it's a lot of pressure on kids. School is a lot of pressure. I just saw a big change in Ohio homeschooling regulations. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh -uh. currently homeschooling, you have to turn in, like, if you're, like, a true homeschooler, not through, like, an online type of thing, uh, mm -hmm. you've got to turn in, like, assessments, you know, throughout the year and at the end of the year to basically prove that you've done that grade level work, blah, 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 you're ready to be promoted to the next grade. Ohio, effective next year, assessments are no longer required. Oh. So tell me, though, like, on one hand... I'm like, okay, cool. Ohio's giving parents a little freedom as they should. But on the other hand, and I'm not by any means trying to get political with this, but I'm just concerned for like, I'm thinking kids from extreme poverty level towns in Ohio that I know exist in Southern Ohio mm -hmm. specifically. How many people are going to say they're homeschooling their kid? And now that there's no assessments due who's gonna know if those kids are ever seeing the light of day like i don't yeah uh, i don't know i don't know um i have always thought that the assessments were kind of a joke just because like i've seen a lot of the emails that come across to me at work and things and i'm like that is first grade spelling at best <laughs> yeah and grammar and that kind of stuff and like we also, oh, in both man. of our roles, deal with a lot of math, and there's a lot of mathing not going on. Man, <laughs> there sure is. So, I'm like, I just don't even know about the validity of the test, though, either. That's true. Well, the assessments, um, as I understand it, because my uh, older sister homeschools her boys, mm -hmm. and it's, like, different progress level work throughout the year, and, like, not just, like... Here's their handwriting. Do they pass that part? Like different samples of writing, different things they've done for writing, different history lessons they've done. Like she's had to keep binders of stuff all throughout the year. Yeah. And then, but then you've got to pay someone to do the assessment. So I also kind of feel like, like if you're paying someone to do it, like I'm sure that they're going to pass your, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just weird. It's very convoluted, I feel. But I think it's interesting I, I just wonder how it's going to turn out. Like I said, I feel like most homeschool parents are going to still just do their thing because they want their kid to learn. Uh, yeah. And it's not going to be an issue. But I feel like some people will take advantage like, 
yeah, my kid's homeschooled and then they're working full time, you know, for cash under the table at the shop or right. and not actually getting an education. So I don't know yeah. I, how things go in the next couple of years, I feel. Uh, here in Virginia, there are still heaps of assessments and involvement. Uh, so it's it's worldly different here. Well, when we moved here, I wasn't sure because the schools are so big if if we were going to do homeschool or if we were going to do regular school. Like, I just wasn't sure. So I joined some local homeschool groups uh, mm -hmm. here in the Hampton Roads area. And my goodness, uh, it was a no for me, at least not this year. Uh, so, yeah. I, so I really liked Odella when yeah. Lucas did that because it was like it was just like a classroom scheduled regimented teachers all yeah, that it was just like online I'm not if I was a stay-at-home parent I could do like the you know like like actually homeschooling the kids but but like working that's just not feasible to do I don't know if Virginia has anything like Odella here um I don't know. Vadella would be what it would be probably. <laughs> Vidalias. Vidella. Vidalias. Uh, it's been so hot here. Make you it You're going to hear me whine about this for the next at least two months. Uh, I've complained about it to everyone that has ears. And I had two customers tell me two very different things. One customer yesterday was very encouraging. Like, look, you only got two more months. You're going to make it. It's going to be <laughs> Um, like I'm getting pep talks from people. Well, I got out of the car and like went into their location and apparently I looked as if I were maybe a tad overheated because he said, do you not have air conditioning in your car? And I said, yeah, why? And he's like, oh, you look really hot. <laughs> I was like, well, it's, I don't know, real feel 105 right now. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, but I guess everyone here is just used to it. So, like, nobody else is stroking out like I am. So, you know, he was encouraging. Like, you got two more months. You're going to make it. It's going to be fine. I was at a customer's location today. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm hoping by next year, you know, maybe I'll be adjusted. And he was like, no, nah, you'll never adjust to this heat. It's awful. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, future note for next time. I'm just going to need you to lie and give me some encouragement here yeah. because... Uh, straight up, he was not. There was no sugar coating. It's gonna be miserable every summer. Yeah. Well, I've been looking forward to like when I see it in the eighties. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna be eighty six tomorrow. Okay. I know. Uh, you had weather that I dream about today. Yeah, it was pretty chilly this morning. I was complaining when I went back into the office because I was like. Who knew that I would have gone outside to warm up because this office is so cold and it's colder outside. Than oh, man. Dang it. <sighs> That's fantastic. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to start taking my crochet stuff in there and just start. Cause I always get hot when I'm sitting underneath the blankets that I'm crocheting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's so. true. There you go. Uh, I saw a blanket type thing the other day that I feel like our workplace needs to probably brand and buy because, you know, they only like branded. Yeah. Uh, branded merchandise. In the office. Yeah. Um, but it's like a literal, like you stand up and it wraps around your like waist and hips area almost. Oh. And then crisscrosses in the front and covers both of your legs. Like it's literally like an office blanket. Uh, oh. I'm going to have to find it and send it to you because it. I was like, man, the girls at the office would tear that up. <laughs> I was at a meeting today. And again, I look like I'm having a heat stroke every day while I'm working. 
walk into a meeting today, one of the people I were meeting said, oh, I know everybody says it's so hot, but I got this sweater on and I've got my heater plugged in under my desk. And I was like, what? And sure enough, she moved her chair and she had one of those little like safe, not like a safety heater because they're not safe at all. But you know what I'm talking about? Space heater. Mm -hmm. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, space heater on under her desk wearing long sleeves and a sweater. It is my biggest fear to use one of those at the office because I'm afraid I'm going to be the person that leaves it plugged in and then it's going to get tipped over oh. and the safety mechanism that's supposed to shut it off won't shut it off and I'll burn the building down. And oh. I was freezing at work one day to the point where I had on my winter coat and one of our coworkers was like, are you okay? Like <laughs> you don't look okay. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just really cold. Um, and he was like, well, there's a space heater over here at this other person's desk if you want me to bring it over to you. And I was like, no, it's fine. I said, because I won't turn it off. And then I'm going to be responsible for this entire campus burning to the ground. <laughs> like no it was like it's fine because I'll just remind you to turn it off and I was like I wish that I had that much trust in other people that that I would believe that you would do that and I'm sure that you mean well but like it's on me if something happens and I just I I'm not comfortable with that so I'll just I'll sit here and freeze it's fine <laughs> yeah I I'm with you um I will never forget when we had a situation at the office and um, a coworker had, it was like an electronic cigarette charger, mm -hmm. um, that plugged into the USB, like in the front of the computer tower. And, uh, another colleague from another department ripped it out of there and was like, just freaking out about it, thinking it was like, uh, a flash drive that was not coming, uh -huh. but it was a cigarette charger. And I had to that person wasn't at work that week. They were on vacation, which is funny because that person is on vacation this week also. Oh, yeah. If you might uh, add up, I feel like I know the culprit. But uh, nonetheless, it was a mild freak out. And I had to be the one to be like, oh, hey, no, that's not a flash drive. That's just um, a Marlboro cigarette charger. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just take it. I'll just take the paraphernalia and put it in my desk. Thank you. <laughs> it was so bad. So it was the same way. Like I threatened everybody within like a miles radius on our floor. Like I better not see anybody plugging in your charger thing. If it's not work approved, don't put it in the USB. We're not having a repeat. Uh, yeah. I just, I didn't want nobody around us to be the one because it was so bad that day. But also just funny. Like, I don't know. She was so... She was exhausted. She'd been working really hard. And she was like, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Here, here. I'm so sorry. I just haven't slept much. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, it was the most awkward exchange. Really loud. And, like, oh, the setting is very open. Uh, so it was, it was a good time. But I don't know. I'm with you. I'm not going to be the one to burn the building down. I'm not going to be one to be a I'm like, it is not me. I know. I was like, I, I know you mean well. But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, in the same with, so in the winter time, when we record, I will sit in my craft room and that used to also be like my little working office when I would work from home. And so in the winter time, there's a little space heater in there that I would use, which also, by the way, I need to return to my mom because I've had it for like three years now. Um, but alas, there is a space heater um, in there. It's a rather large one. And I, 
I am always terrified that I'm going to forget to turn it off. And so when I get done in there in the evenings, I probably go in there and check and make sure that it's unplugged several times to the point where like now, like I just bring it out of the room also, just because I'm like, there's so much yarn in there. Yeah, for sure. The, my wall of yarn fell on top of it one time when it was on and I blistered myself with burns trying to get the yarn untangled from it because it was still hot. And I was like, I'm going to burn this entire house down because this yarn just fell on the space heater and it happened maybe not even 20 minutes after we got off of the zoom call (laughs) i was panicking and uh yeah because i was like this yarn is gonna go up in flames that was the early zoom days too because so can you yeah and like the rest of the team being like sarah's office is on fire (laughs) (laughs) yes so i was freaking out and i was like okay nope never again and so I zip tied all those little cubbies together. I nailed uh, it to the wall and then bent up the nails to try to keep it just in case like it should fall over, like it's it secured. secured. And man, yes, that was that was just a terrifying uh, event for me. I would say probably top five in my life. I was like, oh. I am going to burn this house to the ground. Yeah, that's that's horrific. I just, I can't, uh, have you ever, anybody listening, have you ever had any experiences similar? Uh, I know one time, um, Jeff's grandma, uh, bless her heart. She has been passed away for years now, but she had Alzheimer's and we walked in there one time years ago and she was cooking paperwork in a skillet on a, on a gas stove. Mm. Uh, like, like little embers were just like blowing up in the air and, Anybody that knows his grand <laughs> house full of newspapers. So like one, boom, it would have went. Um, yeah. And that to me is one of those same kind of memories where I'm like, this, this is going to be it. Um, but I don't know. We, we would love <laughs> to hear from you. So if you've had any uh, near death experiences or almost cut all of your yarn on fire, um, please tell us we're not alone here. Uh, I don't know. We would like to hear from you. Oh, are you there? Sarah? Well, I think we've lost Sarah. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. So you can find us. All of our socials are at needlesooksdl. Or you can email us, needlesooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook. Uh, our group name there is Needlesooks and Dirty Looks Podcast, your long stitch a Otherwise, find us here next week. Bye. Bye.